Here are a few science dreams I've had since December 2020 with information on science and technology matters that you might want to know about. There are four total dreams discussed in this video and include references to HARP, chemtrails, nano, smart dust, and finally a reference to how metals behave differently in space than they do here on Earth. In addition to my video update today, I have included links to all the supporting information I referred to in articles and other videos which I recommend checking out. Chemtrails, smart slash nano dust poisoning, cures. As you'll see, God confirmed to me the reality of the existence of deliberate toxic poisoning by chemtrails and what you can do to get something like a cure from the effects of this. God specifically showed me in dreams that I needed to look into iodine supplements and borax which are both able to clean out the body from these elements. If all this sounds like wacko stuff, no problem, it was only a short time ago that I did not pay any attention to this either. But, when I saw what God was showing me in these dreams, I understood the need to take prompt action and get educated about this very strange topic. Space Metals Experiments Although not directly related to the chemtrails topic, I discuss another dream that confirmed a video where David Adair spoke about how metals behave in space. I was not able to find that video on YouTube, yet, but a different video interview is in the list below here. I included the discussion of this dream primarily to show how God will validate science and technology matters in symbolic dreams and how you can learn to interpret these as I have been doing for the last decade. Today's video update. Most of the information in this blog is found in the discussion in my video plus the links and videos I've posted below here. This is today's video on my YouTube channel. Hey everybody, Chris Michaels. I'm gonna to try to get this thing done quickly uh, because I might have limited time here right now to get this done. But um, I wanna deal with an unusual topic that came up in a dream starting back in uh, December. And um, <clears throat> there's been a few dreams. Actually, this is gonna be like four dreams. Three of them are related, one of them is different. Um, so <clears throat> I want to show that uh, God started talking to me about something that was I thought was very strange. Um, when I had the dream, I didn't know what on earth it was about. I tried everything to figure it out, and it was going nowhere. <clears throat> and this was back December 6th uh, was this first dream, and there was a series of, like I say, three of them. And um, <clears throat> some of this I'm not going to explain completely because I'm going to show you where to go for the rest of it. Um, it's something I'm not an expert on. I've had to do some research and find out what exactly it is. And um, <clears throat> so the information is already available online in videos and other places. And so uh, I'm going to post links to that in the blog where I put this. Um, so it may not be underneath in the information. It may or may not be. Usually I just put my own uh, stuff down below my videos. So if you want to find out uh, the associated uh, and relevant information for this, you have to go back to the blog where it is. And it's easy to do right below my video is my website. I have two of them. Uh, the one with my name is the primary one I'm talking about here. And then there's uh, all my other stuff, social media accounts and my other website uh, there also. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, let's just get into it. Uh, back in December 6th, I had this strange dream <clears throat> that um, it was at an Air Force base. And it was actually one, I'm, I'm right now in the Western New York area, and there's a reserve base, uh, Niagara. It used to have, I don't know what it has right now. I know it's reserve, but uh, it used to have Air National Guard and reserve, both 
I don't know the whole history behind it, but I remember when I was a kid living in this area, <clears throat> they had a fighter uh, a group, I guess, not a wing, but a fighter wing there. And they had F-4 jets, the F-4 Phantoms way back then. This like when I was a kid, that was quite a while ago. Um, <clears throat> and so it was, uh, I think it was that, well, it was known as the 107th Fighter Interceptor Group at the time. Um, <clears throat> but uh, that, that, that memory uh, of that fighter unit, the 107th, I only knew that, and it's interesting how God used that as a secondary symbol in the dream I'm about to tell you, <clears throat> because the, the setting of the dream took place at the Niagara Reserve Base. Um, <clears throat> what I saw was um, a whole, basically a whole squadron of these jets that were popular, or they were made back, I think, in the 60s, 70s. Uh, it was an F-104 Starfighter, <clears throat> if you're familiar with that. Uh, it was kind of long, had a T-tail, so the, the tail looked like this, <clears throat> single engine, um, tiny little short stubby little wings, but razor sharp. And <clears throat> it was intended as a, it wasn't really a fighter, it was an interceptor. It was meant to go really high, really fast, uh, like Mach 2 and intercept uh, incoming bombers and that kind of thing. You can find out more about that. Um, <clears throat> And uh, they had a, a single seat and a, and a two seat version tandem, you know, one in front, one behind that, uh, two seats. <clears throat> and um, in the dream, I saw the two seat version. Um, not sure, now I'm not so sure it has how much relevance it has, except that the more modern, well, the versions of it that are still around, which are very few, if even any at all at this time, most of them have are two seaters. Um, so anyway, I saw basically at Niagara, the reserve base, I saw the, the ramp where all the jets normally parked, and I saw a whole squadron of these F-104 jets, way really old, like they had just arrived. <clears throat> and then the scene switches, and I see like upstairs in one of the, the main buildings there um, on the base, there was like a kind of like a, a classroom type thing. And there was a really old, like a movie projector, like really old, like way back when we didn't have all this technology, you know, all our videos like we do now on phones, a movie projector, really old, pointing something up <clears throat> at, at a screen, like, you know, the big pull down white screens. And there was something about these jets had the ability to transmit something into the atmosphere that changed the substance of the atmosphere. <clears throat> okay, so, and what I saw was, in this video, I saw, like, elements from the periodic table, like they were going out from this transmitting device on all these jets. <clears throat> I saw, it was like elements on the periodic table. So if you, the, if you submit like a bunch of letters, I didn't really get which letters they were. It wasn't really pointed out too well. I just saw that there were letters, and I knew it was the periodic table and they were being transmitted into the atmosphere. Now, the thing about this dream was interesting that <clears throat> it was that was basically the dream right there. That was most of it. There was a couple little details that uh, I'll just leave out for now. Um, <clears throat> interesting about this dream was, I think it was December 7th, the next day. I wrote it down all in my notes. The next day, Chuck Yeager, the guy who broke the sound barrier in the Bell X-1, way back, very big historic event and that kind of stuff. Um, 
he broke the sound barrier. Um, I'm sorry, that's not what I was trying to get at, but Chuck Yeager, the, the man who was really popular for that, <clears throat> he died the next day. And I had always been wondering for a long time, like, what's going on with him? You know, I didn't know he was really active on Twitter. I had no idea. And so <clears throat> uh, he died the next day. And there was a very popular incident where he flew one of these F-104 jets that had rocket assist built into it because <clears throat> it was like a super high altitude test. So in this test, uh, this test flight, he flew it up to like 101,000 feet. I had to look at all this stuff up. So he went in this jet with rocket assist up to 101,000 feet. The thing that made it popular was because, and you can even see this on video, this grainy video from way back, um, when he got up that high, the jet lost control and it ended up in a flat spin. And you can see in this video, it's spinning around like this going down and it got really low. So it went all the way from 101,000 feet, all the way down, pretty low. I don't know how low it was, if it was 5,000 feet or something before he finally ejected, he tried to get control of it, it didn't work. Um, <clears throat> and I think this, I think this incident was in the Right Stuff movie. I don't remember, but I think it was. Um, but anyway, you can check it out. It's easy to find what happened online. I think it's in one, one of his books also, Chuck Yeager's, one of his books. Um, and so I just thought it was interesting that God gave me this dream December 6th. Chuck Yeager, a man who had a very well-known incident in this exact same jet, the next day, dies the next day. Um, <clears throat> and so I started thinking, wow, there's something very relevant right now going on. And... Um, I didn't know what to do with that. I had no idea what on earth that dream was supposed to mean. So it took a while. Uh, like I say, it took up until the last few days. And I finally started looking into something separately. <clears throat> it wasn't part of my trying to figure this dream out. Because this is three months ago. And I get usually a, a lot of dreams every week. It's not always every night. But quite often I get a ton of dreams over the period of a week. And so, if you can imagine, after three months goes by, I've got all these dreams stacked up in my notes because I write them all down. <clears throat> and um, so, I kind of, it was kind of in the back of my mind. I didn't forget about it, but I just didn't know what to do with it. Okay, so a whole bunch of series of events came together, and um, I start hearing more and more about this thing that, um, because I'm posting this in different uh, video platforms, okay, it's, it's like a musical, it sounds like a musical instrument that if you looked on the inside of a piano, it has the same shape as this, the one that you stand upright and you play with your fingers, called a harp, right? Okay, <clears throat> but we're not talking about a musical instrument, but the harp uh, is what we're talking about, except it's got two A's, not one A, but two A's, and you can look up what that means. And um, <clears throat> has to do with, interestingly enough, the F-104, high altitude, especially that event that God was trying to point out to me, because of the death of Chuck Ager the next day and that high altitude incident that he flew that way up high. <clears throat> high altitude, we're talking about high altitude. We're talking about Air Force. We're talking about transmitting a device that transmits into the atmosphere and changes something in the properties of the atmosphere. Now, it turns out <clears throat> this stream sort of has like multi-layers. Because if you, like again, I talked about that musical instrument you play with your fingers that's that's a harp, but it's got two A's in it. You can look that up. If you combine that with the fact <clears throat> that there has been known, documented, very well documented, and I wasn't paying any attention to this stuff at all, but I looked it up and I'm like, okay, I get it. 
God is trying to show me two things in one. <clears throat> the thing I just mentioned, not the thing you play with your fingers, but you know what I'm talking about with two A's. <clears throat> uh, and this other thing where they fly jets and the stuff that comes behind them uh, should evaporate and it doesn't. Many times it doesn't. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. We're talking about the times when it does not evaporate. And if you look up, um, if you really look up some uh, information about jet engines, uh, the high bypass turbofans, which is what we use now, and how, you know, how they produce contrails, but really they don't produce them for very long periods of time and they just kind of evaporate. Well, we're talking about the ones that don't evaporate. <clears throat> and you can look up all about that because if you look into that and you look at the zoom in on some of the photos where they've, done, where they've had people with a telescope or something zoom right in, you can see that the trails coming from the wings on these jets do not line up with the engines. Okay, you get it? All right, <clears throat> so we got two things. We got this thing that sounds like a musical instrument. You play harp with your fingers, except it's got two A's in it. And we're talking about aircraft that fly really high and there's trails behind them that don't evaporate. <clears throat> okay, and there are elements in there that change the properties of the atmosphere, but they come down. So they change the property of the atmosphere they change the patterns of the weather and they come, they settle down and they pollute everything. <clears throat> okay, so you get what I'm talking about. So I wanted to show you that <clears throat> God gave me a dream, symbolic dream like all my dreams, using the F-104 Starfighter jets from way back, and it was Air Force, and it transmitted something in the atmosphere and it changed the properties of the atmosphere. So. That relates to two real life things that I just mentioned. And uh, you can go back in the blog where I'm gonna post this and you can see what that's all about. Now, here's why that's important. I had two other dreams, because I'm gonna tell you four dreams. I had two other dreams that related to this, but I didn't know at the time, I didn't know what these were about at the time. <clears throat> I think it was also, I didn't write the date down, but I think it was also back in December or maybe it was January, I had a dream where I was in a doctor's office and he was telling me I need all these shots and I decided no I don't need any of that stuff but there was one thing that stood out iodine and I'm like what is iodine so at the time I had the dream I'm looking up iodine and I'm trying to figure out is it really about me or is it about someone else and what does it mean what is iodine like what do I got to do with that and um, all this stuff <clears throat> and so at the time I didn't know what that was all about <clears throat> until I had another dream that I was talking with a friend and this friend wanted me to use a different type of laundry detergent other than what I normally use. Now I use laundry detergent that is all natural. It's not that toxic garbage like Tide and all that crap. <clears throat> I don't use that. I use a totally different kind of, um, like I say, it's all natural. It's got made with tea tree oil and that kind of thing. It's very uh, concentrated so you can buy it and you don't buy a bunch of water because all this stuff is so watered down, even the concentrated ones. Um, that's not really the topic, but I'm just trying to say the dream showed me using a different kind of laundry detergent <clears throat> than what I normally use. And it was a friend who was introducing me to that. And so I didn't know what to do with that dream, but all of a sudden, like I say, in the last couple of days, it like all this things like wham, it just suddenly made sense. <clears throat> because if you take the dream about the jets and the high altitude stuff, 
and you find out about iodine and you find out about this other type of laundry detergent I'm gonna mention, it all fits together because I saw a video about this. This other kind of laundry detergent is something you can buy in many grocery stores. You can get it at Walmart, that kind of thing called Borax. And it's 20 mule team uh, Borax. <clears throat> and apparently, if you look into what all this stuff that comes down and how we eat it and breathe it and it gets into us, if you really do some research on this, you're gonna find out it is very weird, bizarre stuff like you see in movies. And um, uh, one of the movies I felt the need to watch the other day, because I keep hearing all about The Matrix, and I watched it way back in 1999 when it came out. I don't think I'd ever seen it since. I mean, you know, there were three of them. I watched all three, and I just never saw them again since then. <clears throat> uh, so I decided to watch The Matrix, and I began to realize some of the weird, freakish stuff in that movie has a lot of elements of truth to it today. It ties right into what I'm talking about here. So... <clears throat> Iodine and borax, if you put, if you use, if you look into both of them, you'll find out there are properties in each of those that goes against a lot of this toxic stuff that we are being fed and we are being polluted with, and some of that is fluoride. <clears throat> you can look up what fluoride does in the pineal gland, um, and you can look up how all these tiny little fine little dust particles get together and they start creating things that looks like they're alive. Uh, and you go back to that movie I just mentioned, um, you start putting all this together. So I found out that iodine and borax both together are a cure for the matrix. <clears throat> and if you have to, you gotta go find out how to use that. And I'm gonna give the video link there uh, specifically for borax. And um, iodine was a separate uh, article I found that when I was doing all my studying because a friend sent me this because I didn't know what to do with these dreams, like I said. And so when I, I started putting the pieces together and God showed me, he just kind of revealed things over time. And so <clears throat> that's what happened. Uh, so <clears throat> if you go look up all this kind of thing that I just mentioned and you combine all of that, those three dreams, what I just mentioned, you'll find that um, you might be wanting to check into this as a cure uh, to eliminate the effects of all this kind of stuff like I'm talking about. And um, uh, you might be really surprised that this stuff is real. God showed it to me because like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't going in that direction. I wasn't paying attention when people talked about that stuff. I kind of thought like they were kind of on the fringe and I was like, yeah, whatever. When I see proof of that, fine. Well, God decided to use this kind of a strange symbolic dream with these F-104 jets from a long time ago. Um, and I forgot to mention the 107th. Uh, I got to come back to that. 107 is if you're following some of the stuff that's going on, there's a guy that <clears throat> uses a fake name that sounds like 107. I just said 107. 107, 107. Okay, um, if you're uh, following that, what I understood that to mean is because that person who goes by that name posts a ton of stuff about all kinds of things going on in the real world right now. And I understood that the 107th Fighter Interceptor Group was a symbol of his name, 107, <clears throat> and it related to global current events right now. So that tied all this together in a nice package and it totally made sense. Okay, so 
again, go back to the blog I'm going to post this in, and you can find out the links to all this kind of stuff that you can, uh, I'm kind of saving you a little work. But I wanted to show you that God is, in fact, confirming this kind of stuff, like I say, up high. And he's confirming it and also showing you, confirming, a, if I call it a cure, I think that's correct. <clears throat> but don't quote me that it's a total cure. But it has been researched already and proven that it will have definite effects in, uh, I want to say, like clearing this stuff out or uh, counter counteracting it or something like that. So don't take my word for that part, but it is like a cure. It's it's sort of in the direction of a cure. And for me, God showed me specifically that I need to take iodine. And then my other friend's dream showed me to take this, to to get this borax stuff and use it according to directions. You got to be really careful because if you miss, if you don't use that stuff right, you're going to screw yourself up bad. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to put the links so uh, you can see how this was already dealt with um, before. Okay, so the next, that was three dreams. The fourth dream, this is also like a high altitude type, science type dream. Different topic, completely different topic. Um, <clears throat> this was, uh, I was inside, I was sitting across a desk from someone. on the other. He was on the other side with a computer and I was on this side and he was just talking to me. And he had, if you remember, if you're old enough to remember, those little square plastic three and a half inch uh, computer disc, diskettes, the little three and a half inch the, with the little magnetic spinning little circular thing inside. And <clears throat> they were little plastic, you know, real thin and three and a half inch squares. Uh, they were the smaller version of the original, what were they, five inch floppy disks and also in a, pla a plastic uh, thing also. Um, you can look all this stuff up. The three and a half inch diskettes used to hold like, I think 1.4 megabytes. If you can imagine 1.4 megabytes doesn't get you anywhere these days. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I had to look that up, but way back in the nineties, <clears throat> uh, that's what eighties, nineties, that's what we were using. And so in the dream, this, there's a guy across from me sitting at a computer on the other side of a desk and he's holding up one of these and he says, the disc is for me. It has some kind of information and he's not, and the dream doesn't say what it is or get into any details, but there's something about this disc is for me. <clears throat> and I had already seen a video before that, whether it was a week before, I don't remember. It was shortly before that where I was hearing a video. I watched a whole two, it was over two hours, a long one. I watched almost the entire two hour video with a guy you've heard me mention before, David Adair. David Adair. <clears throat> He's the guy back in 1971 as a 16-year-old teenager created a working fusion rocket. And you can read, you can hear his whole story. I've mentioned it many times on my both my websites, both. Um, <clears throat> and you can hear his whole story. God confirmed to me two and a half years ago that his story is 100% true. God confirmed that in a series of dreams. Totally true. Um, <clears throat> and so... I had just watched this video uh, with David Adair from 1997. Okay, so 97. Remember, three and a half inch computer diskette from back in the 80s and 90s. So the diskette represents information from way back, just like the F-104 is represented in something going on from way back. So this thing up in the sky I was telling you about, that's been going on for a long time. I forgot to mention that's why the F-104s, that was also why they were in there because it goes back, it's dating, it goes back 
there's history behind this stuff. It wasn't just started last year or anything. It's been going on for a while. So that's why the older jet, that's why the, the old diskettes, the three and a half inch diskette that was in the dream, because it's talking about information that goes back a long time, sort of a long time. <clears throat> um, so in the video, no, I'm sorry, let me go back to the dream with the little diskette. The guy was also talking about how <clears throat> when you go up into space, uh, elements, like elements, again, on the periodic table, they separate. So he was saying something about elements that separate, like metals, when you go up into space. And it had something to do with this three and a half inch diskette. And it was for me. Okay, so now look, going back to the video I saw with David Adair, um, I just want to show you that God is confirming what was in that video. And there's something about it that I'm going to need that I don't really know yet. It's going to develop, you know, in God's timeline here. <clears throat> but um, <clears throat> in the video, he was talking about how when you go up into space, they were doing experiments with metals and uh, how to create different things in space versus down here on Earth in gravity. And, and creating things in space is completely different. And I don't remember everything he said but something like <clears throat> when you do, <clears throat> when you work with metals, like you heat them up, you melt them, and you, uh, you want to make shapes out of them and that kind of thing, <clears throat> you can get the, the elements to separate. <clears throat> so <clears throat> you can get more of a pure uh, form of a, of a certain kind of metal, uh, and it changes the structural makeup of these metals when they, you know, when you heat them up and cool, and you, you know how, I'm not a metal guy. You know what I'm trying to say? <clears throat> The lack of gravity in space totally changes everything about how you can construct materials. <clears throat> so this is like metals science and materials science, super stuff here. And so God wanted me to know something about this. He's tagging it with this dream, with the diskette and the, and the guy talking about this kind of thing. <clears throat> so because I'm going to need this in the future, just like in a previous video, I talked about how I had... A, a dream and a vision that both related to uh, composite materials and how I had to go study and look that up because I'm going to need that at some point in the future. I need to know something about composite materials. So God is also showing me I need to know something about how metals in space, when you create them in space, you can, you can make them more pure. You can change the structure uh, and how they form. And there's a whole, all kinds of really interesting stuff that can be done in space outside of the realm of the Earth's gravity. <clears throat> it's totally different up there. Everything is everything's different. And so David Adair went on for, like I said, I think it was a two and a half hour video, and he talked about all this and many other things and the 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 space program and the all his stuff back then, the stuff he saw at Area 51 and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so um, if I can find that video, I'll try to post all those links inside here so you can go back and look at it. You can look it up yourself. But just to show that um, God is once again talking to me about high altitude stuff and space stuff again. And uh, like I said, cures for um, certain of these strange things that have been transmitted into the atmosphere and polluting us and all that. So um, that is sort of my update on science dreams. And um, <clears throat> so let's see, that's that's pretty much it. I wanted to just hit those right there and not get into other things. I still do have a little bit left from the survey I did a couple weeks ago. I haven't got all that, but I got like about 85 to 90% of the questions done. I don't want to get into that here, um, but I just wanted to show you that this is a, a 
this is God's way of showing what's going on with current events, and it is something you've got to pay attention to and and look this up because uh, it's not just for me. There's other people out there that, that need to know about this, and you need to take certain actions based on what I'm explaining here. So, okay, um, I can't think of anything else to, to say in today's video, um, but check this out. Hopefully you got something out of this also about how God will use strange symbolic dreams like this to show you stuff going on. And um, if you know how to look that up, and you know, it took me three months from the first dream I mentioned, three months until just a couple days ago to figure out what he was actually talking about and how these dreams were string, three of them strung together in a series and they all connected. <clears throat> um, he'll do that and he'll show you things like this. And it's pretty common um, that uh, God will do these kind of things. And so if you understand how to uh, research symbols and look at the details like I just kind of explained here, then you can figure out um, how to know what, if you hear some weird stuff about what's going on, uh, when you get a dream like this and you figure it out and you connect the dots, you'll know God is saying, yep, that right there, that sounds weird. That is true. Totally true. And here's what you can do about it. So I just thought that was really interesting. I thought you might want to know that. And um, I think I'll conclude for today. I got other stuff I'll come out later on with. But anyway, thanks for watching and God bless.